This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pashas Tazvir Mitzayra Tavshin Pe'alaf. The beginning of Pashas Mitzayra, we learn of a fellow who got Saras, and now the Tras goes away. And now what does he have to do to become Tahar? So, in the beginning of the Parsha, Pasuk Dalet, the Tziva Kain, the Kain commands, Velokach, they take, Vitar Shteitsiparim. They take two birds. Chayes, they have to be alive. Tahoros, they have to be a kosher bird. Ve'etz eres, and cedarwood. Ushinisalas, and a, some red wool. Ve'ezov, and hyssop, a type of uh, grass. They take these, they're shacharas at sibar ha'achas, they shecht one of the birds, and then with the string, they will tie the cedarwood and the hyssop together, and then with the other live bird, they will dip it into a bowl of water, that was mixed together with the blood of the bird that they shafted, and they will sprinkle on the back of the of the person that saras on his hand, the back of his hand, seven times. But then he has other kavanas to do. The bird that was shafted will be buried, and then the pastor tells us what do we do with the other bird? The other bird, the other bird is sent away. Why does this person bring a carbon as a bird? What's so special about the bird? So Rashi quotes from the Gemara in Erechen, and Rashi says, These Saras comes primarily because of Lashon Hara. It came from an act of talking, of twittering, of chattering. And therefore, In order to become pure kar. They bring birds that are constantly chattering, but sifts of call, always chirping with a chirping sound. And since a bird symbolizes someone always talks, that's what this person did, and therefore he brings this as a carbon for his tahara process. But the Svarim ask, what's with the other bird? I understand that we shaft the bird, but since when do we go take another bird, another animal for an avoda, and then we we send it off after we use it. And the Zayar explains that just like a person is not supposed to use his mouth for bad, for Lashnara, but Hashem didn't give a mouth just to be quiet. In other words, just like a person is not supposed to use his mouth to speak Lashnara, a person is supposed to use his mouth to speak Lashon Tov. A person should use his mouth to speak properly, to speak nicely about other people, to give a compliment about other people. Now somebody may say, well, what do you want from me? I'm not a big talker. Okay, so then you're not a big talker. But this person spoke Lashon Hara. This person spoke Rukhilas. He spoke Monsi Shemra. He could talk, this person. And yet, he did not find to be able to say good about somebody else. So he brings one bird about the Lashon Hara that he spoke. And that bird gets shafted. The other bird explains his Zahar. That bird is kept alive, keeps on chirping to show that you were supposed to go and speak nicely about other people. You were supposed to go and find a compliment to give about somebody else. You're supposed to go and find words that uplift somebody else. And that is the lesson the Torah is teaching us over here. It's not enough not to speak Lashnara. A person can't also keep quiet. A person has to go and find ways to compliment other people. A person has to find ways to uplift people with his words. Rav Pam, Rashiv of Tervidas, once had a fellow who's diving with him in the minion for many years, 
an elderly fellow who became ill. And he had to go to the hospital. And he was stuck in the hospital for a few days already. And Rav Palm wanted to go visit him. But unfortunately, Rav Palm couldn't go to the hospital because he was a kayan. He couldn't go into the hospital. So he sat down and he wrote the person a note. And inside the note he wrote, Shavu Shlema, we miss you here. We're looking forward to your return. He wrote a few nice things to him. And he sent him, gave it to somebody to give him the note. The person got the note. He's very excited about the note. Unfortunately, a few weeks later, he passed away. Somebody came over to Rav Palm and says, you know, this person was so excited about this note. He kept this note under his pillow. And any time somebody would come in to visit him, he would take out the note and show it to him and say, look, look at the letter that Rav Palm wrote to me. Look at the letter that the Rosh Hashiva Teradas wrote to me. And he would show it to them. He was so proud and so happy. In fact, by the Leviah, one of the Nifter's sons, his Rebbe came, and he spoke by the Leviah. And he said, he didn't know the father very well, but he said, could you imagine such a person that Rav Palm writes a letter to him? He must have been such a hush of a person. And they told this to Rav Palm. And when Rav Palm heard this, he was visibly shaken. And the person was telling him to him, said, Rebbe, what's wrong? Is it such so nice how good you made the person feel? So Rav Palm looks at him and says, you know, it took so little effort to write that letter. And now you're telling me what an impact it had. How good it made this person feel. How proud it made his family feel. How he showed it to everybody. It made him feel so good. I'm thinking to myself, I did all that in under five minutes. Could you imagine how much I can do in every segment of five minutes? There's so much good that I can do. I have to go make sure to do that. Which means a person has ability to make other people feel good. It doesn't take that much effort. It takes a thought to go and recognize the good into somebody else. And this way, not only we, can we, can we make sure not to speak Lashon Hara, but to only speak Lashon Tov and to do it often. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.